right, we're good to go. Yay! Well, everyone, welcome back to Imperfectly Perfect Live. I am Trini Sharp, and I have my wonderful guests for the evening, Kendria Fleming. Um, those don't know about um, Imperfectly Perfect, because I know we're going to have some guests that specifically are supporting Kendria, but that is perfectly fine because we are a one body, one body serving one God, the true living God. So um, yes. I'll tell you a little bit about Imperfectly Perfect Live. Um, we started, I started this podcast back in 2017. Um, and God laid it on my heart after the transition of myself and just um, praying away from God um, and trying to figure out things. And finally, I surrendered my life to Christ. And a week after I fully surrendered myself to Christ, uh, God placed it on my heart to start. I am perfectly perfect. And it's been almost three years, and I'm so grateful to have this platform. And I'm grateful to be able to share a beautiful story. And that's what um, tonight is about sharing other people's work because Imperfectly Perfect is about um, striving to uh, fulfill the purpose of God in spite of our imperfections. Um, right. Kendria, a little bit of feedback. You might have to, I don't know. I hear myself talking. I hear you. You hear feedback? Do, we, do I need to do something else? Um, no, it should be fine. Should be fine. Okay. 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 So, um, hi, Sherry, for all the viewers that are watching. Um, we are having Kendria Fleming. And just to tell you um, a little bit about Kendria, me and her have been knowing each other for a very long time. Uh, we both uh, attended a center at um, one point in time and we served on a ministry together, prep youth ministry or trail dance ministry. I mean, we were busy bodies. So, I yes. know Kendria very well. Servant, and one thing I can definitely say about Kendria is that she loves God and she loves people. She loves people, she loves children, and every time she can do it, she has a smile on her face. And she doesn't have a smile on her face, it's probably for a specific reason. But even with that, um, you know, praise her because you know it's a lot, it's a lot when you're a servant. Um, but um, I love and she's faithful at Victory Christian Center, where the pastor is Apostle Jimmy Ellis III. And she recently started um, a podcast, Reset on Mental Health Online. And on that podcast, you uh, have different people that come from men and women uh, from all different um, places in life. And they share their stories and share um, their, like, how the struggle with mental health issues and um, different things that they have to face, especially in this pandemic. And I love it because, you know, it's not what I love about Kendria that she wants to help other people. So giving people different resources and letting people know that it's okay if you have capacities um, issues. Um, so with all that being said, welcome everyone and welcome Kendria Fleming. She is going to be sharing her wonderful story and it looks like something is going on here. Kendria, are you still there? To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Y'all be praying. 
we know that when we're trying to do something for God's glory, the enemy is going to try to come in to interrupt it, but God will get the glory. Let's wait to add Kendria back on here. There we go. I'm back. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on today? It's okay though. We we gonna we gonna do this. We're we gonna, gonna do, do this. this. It's all right. Yes, we are. Listen, we're gonna get this. <laughs> we're gonna, we gonna get, get it done. Right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Thank you. We control technology, but we can pray against every um demonic yes. force that tries to come and interrupt God's plan and perfect will. So God we thank you. We're yes. gonna just pray really quickly. God, we yes. thank you, Father yes. God, for your presence. We thank you, Father God, for you being in the midst, Holy Spirit. God, I ask the Father yes, God that you will flow through both me and Kendria in the mighty name of Jesus, God. That whatever yes, you desire to do through the both of us, Father God, may your perfect will yes, be done God. in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for deliverance, healing. And Father God, we thank you for breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus, salvation and redemption, yes, oh God. We come against God, yes, um, any technical difficulties that even try to rise, that God, to come in between your perfect will. But we thank you, God, that you shall get the glory. Yes, and Lord. if one person God is blessed, God, if one person God is affected, God, by this podcast, yes, God, Lord. we have done our job, Father. So, Holy Spirit, yes, have Lord. your way in the mighty name of Jesus. We yes, give you the glory, Lord, honor, and praise for yes, choosing Lord. us and choosing to use us in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Yes, Lord. All right, Amen. all right. Amen. So, we are back. <laughs> yes. Here we are. And as I was yes. saying, my wonderful sister, the Lord, Kendria Fleming, she is a wife teacher, a mental health advocate. She goes to Victory Christian Center. Her husband is Lance yes. Fleming. He's also a brother of mine. Hi, Lance. I see him watching. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, we were talking about um, how she just started her uh, podcast called Reset Your Mental Health Online, which she will uh, talk about as we go throughout this interview. And um, yes. just uh, for the people that are watching and maybe listening, um, there are some questions I have for Kendria, but if you have some questions okay. as well, please please feel free to type them in and if we have time we will definitely yes. get to it because it's important okay. that you know this is for you guys it's not for you know our pleasure it's for the benefit of you guys so if you have any questions please feel free to type it in the comment section and we will make sure that we address those questions for our wonderful guest Maria. so yes. um Kendria, just to start off um i just wanted to um you should just touch a little bit, and I know we're going to you know, go back and forth, touch a little bit about your story okay. and just like some things about yourself as far as imperfections that you may have to face throughout your life um, that you felt that it was a challenge for you. So thank you, first of all, trainees, for this opportunity. I'm so You're grateful. welcome. And so grateful to know you. We we have, we have grew up together. Yes, in not, from, not from diapers, but we have grown up. So thank you right. so much. Um, for thinking of me um, to do this. So imperfections, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm the oldest of three, um, grew up in DC. I've always been the big child, right? Mm -hmm. And that and that physical imperfection is always kind of stamped on you, right? You see a person's body before you see the rest of them, before you hear open your mouth, right, all right. Of that. So that's something that I've always struggled with. Like on one hand, you know, the thickness is a plus, but on the other hand, it's like mm -hmm. nobody wants to be your friend, right? Because right. you're being trim. Other imperfection is like you know you don't have the long, you know, all the physical 
outside exterior things, right? Yeah. Um, but then on the inside, there's a there's an imperfection of wanting to love to love hard, right? Mm-hmm. You want to be, you know, the friend. You want to be the big sister. You want to be everything, right? Yeah. So sometimes with loving hard and loving the way God instructs us to, can be an imperfection because a lot of times we look at it as because it's not reciprocal, because it's not coming back to us. It's like, well. What am I giving out love for? What am I, what am I giving out love to strangers and angels and different people if right. I'm not getting it back? So yeah. sometimes, you know, that can be perceived as an imperfection. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think that was a challenge even when I got into dating my husband because I was like, God, are you sure? Like, I know it's not good for me to be alone, but right. you want me to love? And I, I haven't known or understood or had the capacity to fully love or be in love, you know, without it being an issue, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, other imperfections have been just myself like how we talk about and look at ourselves as people we know the bible we know the bible says we hear the sermons we hear all the things mm-hmm. but then there's a there's a sermon that you preach to yourself right that's like yeah but da, 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 <laughs> right because everywhere everywhere we go we hear messages right yeah we hear more we hear them at church we hear them at school we hear them at work we hear all these things right mm-hmm. and it's just like well where am i good at where's a place where i'm good right, right. regardless of if i hit the bar or not where's a place where okay maybe i did 50 percent today maybe i did 20 percent yesterday mm-hmm. like where's a place where i'm okay so imperfections is something that I know full well. And something even at 36 that I'm still kind of like yeah. trying to like not let it label me um, because we label ourselves. I've been labeled. You've been labeled. The people watching have been labeled um, to the point where it's like, I don't know who I am anymore. Am I Kendria or am I like, who am I right now? Right. Um, so perfection, imperfections have been something. Now, of course, God doesn't want us to be perfect. We're not. We're, nobody's ever perfect. But imperfections have definitely been something that I know very well. Mm-hmm. Um, even when it comes to, I don't know if you, if people, a lot of people here shop at Foreman Mills or shop at different places, or but a lot of clothing companies sell imperfect clothing, right? Or irregular clothing. Meaning mm-hmm. it's not good enough to sell to the consumer, but they'll still make it and sell it at a reduced price. Uh, so sometimes, uh, that's sometimes, um, that'll happen, right? Yeah. We reduce ourselves, even though we're created, we're made, all the things, mm-hmm. you know, we, we reduce our value so we can still be seen. And I've done that. Like, it's, it's, I ain't trying to be deep, but it's the reality of your imperfections. You still yeah. want to be seen. You still want to be friends. And even in that, like, I, <laughs> this may sound funny, but it was times where I would say, like, do I really have friends? Do I really have the ride or die, the besties? Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. You know, like I, I would really say that to myself, yeah. like, does somebody do I have a friend? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? And I'm like, okay, we have a friend in Jesus. Aretha Franklin sang it, yeah. but <clears throat> do I really have someone who can see my imperfections and still love me and still right. care about me right. and still wanna, you know, appreciate me for who I am? Yeah. So I know I said a lot, but that's the reality of my life. Listen. So, yes. So what we for those that are just joining on, this is Kendria Fleming, and we are just talking about how you know her imperfections. Talking about like how you strive through your imperfections and how you know and how she was saying how you go through life and you know and you hear all these sermons, but listen, the struggle is real, and like when you face adversity, it can alter who your personality is, and to the point where 
you don't realize that you're changing and you, and you get to the right. point where you're not recognizing yourself you're not even being yourself and you even have to uh check and question other people's motives so you know mm. as you're listening to that story as you're listening to Kendria's story um allow allow her story to um to evaluate yourself and see if, if you can relate with that because the, the purpose of this is so that you can see that listen we are you're not in by yourself you're not in this by you're yourself not. that we you're all so have a story not. and in spite of what we've gone through that god still will use us so Kendria, with all of that being said what do you believe has been your greatest challenge in life thus far hmm <laughs> Simply put, the greatest challenge is delivering myself from me. That's Ooh. what a challenge. That is a challenge. Yes. That is a challenge. As long as my parents are William and Matilda, that has been a challenge to deliver Kendria from Kendria. Yeah. And guess what? I could, I could, this house could be full of glitter gold, the finest things, but it's something that I would say like, wait, something ain't right. 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 Those right. are stories that we tell ourselves is it's like, yo, chill out. Yeah. You know? And deliver when I say deliver myself from me, I mean in the sense of like embrace that I'm gonna be different. Embrace mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, you're not always gonna be in the in crowd. Embrace the fact that just be you. Yeah. You know? Um and so that's been a challenge for me is delivering right. myself for myself, you know, you know, and you know, being in, in the classes together, like it was moments I would go home Monday night for the Holy spirit mm -hmm. on fire. Yes. Yeah. And then as the night goes on, it was like, it, all of that would be taken. Like I would take that away from myself. Ooh. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like God spoke, God moved. Da, 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 da. And you know, and I'm like, I didn't intentionally mean to do it, right. but it's like, yo, you got to chill. Um, so, and then two, another part of delivering me for me is dealing with the spirit of rejection. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people don't talk like that. Men and women, I would say it's women, you know, okay, a man didn't accept you. No, 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 no. The spirit of rejection can come in mighty different, in, in several different ways. You know, maybe it was, you know, you were overlooked for something or maybe mm -hmm. it was, um, how, you know, you thought it was one way and it was another. Rejection isn't always with man and woman. Rejection can come in many different ways. Family rejection, you know, a career rejection. Right, this type right. of rejection can make you feel like you're not fit or you're not good enough, even though God says, you know, you're the head, not to all the things, but that can affect you in a several different ways. Like, what? Wait a minute, God. Like, I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I, 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 can, I got the gift of gab, you know? Right. But but those things can sometimes can be a challenge and hinder you from like the main goal, right. which is the freedom and liberty of Christ. Yeah. So there's a challenge. I, I constantly am like, mm -hmm. yo, listen. And another thing, too, and I know everybody's been talking about it, you know, the quarantine 15, gaining weight, losing weight. And that's a challenge, too. Like, you know, I, I mean, if, if the time <laughs> it's time permits, I'll tell I'll tell the other side of my story where, you know, like. With what I have, like it's hard for me to lose weight. Mm -hmm. I want to be slim, trim, and have a six pack. But sometimes I'm like, you know what? I just won't have it today. But I'ma still be cute anyway. Okay. You know, and that's a challenge too. You know, because it's like, you know, you got to be healthy and you got mm -hmm. all the things. So it's a lot of different things that I feel have been a challenge. But uh, the other part of it is, I'm taking it one day at a time. I really am. I'm not gonna listen. <laughs> I just gotta take it one day at a time. That's really what I have to do. And we'll continue to do.
what you just said was freeing yourself from yourself that right that's there, real it is so it's powerful because what we don't what we fail to realize that we are our worst critics and that mm-hmm. a lot of times we put so much on the devil and on the enemy and right, we fail right. to realize that we are sometimes our our worst problem like we you know because you know mm-hmm. god forgives us for the things that we have done but a lot of times right. we fail to forgive ourselves for the things that we have done. And right. that can hinder right. us right. from fulfilling the purpose of God, from moving forward and doing what God has created us to do. Right. Um, right. So yes, that that in itself is, is powerful. And when you get to the place where you can free yourself from yourself, you have, listen, Ooh. that is a big battle. That is something that it if is. you've done that, you can truly count yourself victorious and being an overcomer. And listen, that that quarantine—that <laughs> extra weight, girl. Yes, I'm not gonna realize that you're gaining the weight until you pick on those favorite jeans that you love, and you like. And you like. Wait a minute! What like happened? I can't fit into what happened. It's annoying. Yeah. It's so annoying. It is, and I know a lot of y'all can relate to that. You know, I know we're making fun of it, but listen. <laughs> That is, you yes. just have to pay, and just like thinking about physical things, just like you have to pay attention to physical things, you need to pay attention to mental things. And that is uh, yes. what we're going to talk about next, um, is that, what the next question I'm going to ask you, Andrea, is what influenced you to start your podcast, Reset your, um, your Mental Health Online? And then the second part of this question is what inspired the name of this podcast? Okay. So what was the influence? I'm not taking the credit, mm-hmm. but it was people that I was talking to. I'm an educator, right? So mm-hmm. March was just shut down. I think around April, end of April, beginning of May is when mm-hmm. we realized like, okay, we're not going back. We're going to distance learning, right? So I have a lot of educator friends and shout out to all you all who are educators. Um, and I was talking to my friends. And friends that, you know, like me, involved in church, involved in ministry, marry all the things. And they would just be like, I'm not feeling it today. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I slept all day. Or, you know what, I barely ate. Or, you know what, I feel depressed. Or, you know what, I can't even get up and move. Like, I'm here with my husband, kids, whatever, da, 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 yeah. And I'm just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. And so, the more I started talking to people, and the more I started looking at myself, I said, oh, so it's not just me. Right, because at this point now, people, all people have is Zoom in their phones, right? All they got is their, their you know, and so it's, it's forcing you to have a conversation, or forcing you to talk, because yeah. you gotta do these things, right? So talking to people, and I'm just like, okay, so it's not just, so so I'm sleeping all day, you're sleeping all day, you're not eating, okay, so you will get up at four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. Right. Oh, really? Okay. Right. Um. So you ain't feel like talking to, or you ain't feel like praying today? Okay, I didn't either. All right, so it would be a lot of similarities. And I'm just like, oh, wow, it's not just me. So literally, and this is what I say all the time. I'm sitting down and I'm talking to my husband. And I'm like, I'm not saying, you know, I'm just like, yo, people really need help. Like, and he's like, okay, well, you know, he's very simplistic. He's like, well, you still to help him. And I'm like, what does that mean? Now, of course, I did not know Trini's that it would be like this, right? Right, right. And so it just turned into like, all right, God, what what do I do to help? Do I 
do I just text with some counselors? Like, yeah. what what do I say? Like, what? How do I do this? And mm-hmm. literally within two weeks, he was like, "This is what you do." And my husband, like, you know, gave some suggestions and guidance along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really was just that. Yeah. Like, what in the world? And so as I'm driving, driving, God talks to you in the car. I don't care what nobody say. My best revelations and conversations have been in the car. Okay. So um, driving on 76, as always, I think I was going to kick the pressure off on somewhere. But anyway, I'm driving, you know, I take my drives now. And God was just like talking to me. Now, mind you, traffic wasn't moving the way I wanted to. So I was like trying to focus and not yell at the people. Right, right. But it was like, he was like, reset. And I'm like, reset, reset what? What do we reset? <laughs> and so, you know, I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And right. so, you know, I said, so I just wrote it down. I said, okay, reset. Mm-hmm. So I go about doing my thing, go shopping, da, 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 da. And he just kept saying reset. He's like, reset your mental health. And I'm just like, okay. And you know, God doesn't really be giving you like little, little stuff. Right. So I really kept playing with it. Like, God, what does reset mean? Right. Um, and then eventually he told me, and then reset means realign, examine, share, mm-hmm. um, explore in time. And so I'm like, all right, you know, a little catchy catchphrase, but it really means like realignment. So we talk about realignment when it comes to, um, your car, right? You realign your wheels because after so much movement, you know, they need to be back in place. Okay. Examine, examine. Mm-hmm. There's some things deep rooted in us that we will never ever experience if we don't reset our mental health. S is my favorite part because it means you share your story, right? You share what's happening with you. Right. And that, <laughs> as funny as it sounds, like I've been kind of pushed or propelled to share my story. Something that maybe I'll share in my circle or my husband or whatever. But like this is forcing me on a more national level to be like, yo, mm-hmm. the person you see struggle too. Right. Um, explore. There are different ways that you can, you know, go through therapy. Therapy is sometimes not always at your church. Yeah. You know, there's many different things. There's national organizations and local organizations. And then T is time. Time meaning that this is not going to happen overnight. When you reset your mental health, it's going to take a process. It's going to take a journey. Yeah. I've been going through this for a minute. So, you know, and not and not to, to you know, you know, stamp it like that, but for some people, it's going to take some time. Right, it like, is. You know, it's going to take some, some, whoo, some time. So that's what Reset is. Um, it literally just came to me in May. The first Sunday in May, we yeah. had our first interview with my great friend, Simone Roberts. Awesome. Um, and then it just kind of went from there. Yeah. And Reset has been in Georgia and Ohio and North Carolina nice. and Philadelphia and D.C. And I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. What, what is happening? Because I was not, I was training, I was not expecting mm-hmm. this at all. And people are like texting me like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you and yeah. what you're doing. And like, I need help with this. And, and then people are starting to share with me, you know, not all the details, yeah. but they're like, you know, I have this contextual issue. Can you, can you direct me to this? Or yeah. And I'm like, people like young people, older people. And I'm like, God, you, me, crazy me. After all I just said in the beginning, how I struggle with myself, right, struggle with the right. things I had to deal with. And I said, you got me out here helping people. What? Okay. It's not, I'm not, I'm not doing this for money. I'm not, I'm just doing like, I'm just doing it. Right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's essentially what it is. 
I'm just doing what I know is in my heart is helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, it is causing me to use my voice. Something that Prophetess Tracy has been saying to me for years. Shout out to Prophetess Tracy. Come I love her. Um, but but and that's and that's the funny part. When you <laughs> thank you Jesus. When you learn about God and when you learn more about yourself in God, mm-hmm. people always think using your when God when God touches you to use your voice. Yeah. It's gonna be with a microphone, a bullhorn, whatever. Come on. Listen. Use me using my voice is getting here on Facebook Live on Zoom yeah. in ways that I've never imagined. Right, I'd right. rather be in the background, you know. But that's a part of using your voice. Yeah. So I'm learning that too. I'm getting out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And using my voice. And it's just I'm just amazed at God. Like truly. Yeah. Like I would have never thought from May until now that all this would have happened. I'm I'm so serious. <laughs> so that's that is the story and I'm sticking to it. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I love that and I can definitely relate to that because as you said, and particularly because we both are prophetic people, we're not prophetic. Right. You know, let's make Say sure. that again. We do not have the title. So don't don't misconstrue <laughs> our words. Don't but go we, back telling people. Listen, don't say it. We said it was prophets. No, we said we are prophetic people, meaning we have the gift right. of prophecy, which we learned from my great right. teacher, my pastor, Pastor Tracy L. Williams, if she's watching. Yes, <laughs> so, yes. You know, we love her. I, I love her so much. But um, as prophetic people, a lot of times we, God speaks to us with one word. One. One yes. word. And then from one. there, that is our push to go to him to seek him and say okay lord but what did you mean from this one word Mm -hmm. where kendria was reset for me it was imperfectly perfect so you get that and then you're like okay where'd you go Mm. then you go to god in prayer and then he begins to reveal to you everything that he meant from that one word and he gets to download and you know what the thing is for what your vision is to give birth to and you know what Kendria also mentioned is that when you're available to be used by God, we're not looking for accolades, we're not looking for money. We just want to be used for uh, God's glory and to be helpful to other people. And when you're available right. to be used, and that's the belt, those are the people that God wants to use. Those people that are not looking right. at, oh, look at me, you know, what I can do. No, it's not about this. And that's, you right. know, and if that is your mentality, not trying to judge anybody, but you have to check yourself because. It's not about being mm. seen. It's about mm. helping other people because our testimony so is right. not for ourselves. Our gifts are not for ourselves. Our it's gifts not. are to be used for other people. And just like yes. other people, you know, Team Dreams Ministry has been blessing me and vice versa. So, you know, if I'm preaching to myself all the time, what good is it? And if Kendria mm. is, is taking all this information, mental health information for ourselves, what good is it? God gives us right. these things to be helpful to people. So for those of you that, you know, have been struggling, it's like, okay, well, how can God use me? We are too invisible to how we just wanted to be used for God's glory and just allow yes, him sir. to speak and be available to be used for him to help other people. Yes. Um, That's so, it. That's oh, so, go ahead. No, 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 oh, no, 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 I, I, okay. I agree. Yeah. I agree. 
wholeheartedly with you mm-hmm. because that was the thing like you know we hear and you know we hear stuff and people say stuff to us and you know you know do it any do it scared do it afraid god's yeah. not giving you a spirit yeah. of fear but in the actuality when you struggle with mental health i think your fear my fear is amplified to the 10th degree because you're 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 judging yourself and you're very critical about who you are right you already you you know god made you right but then you have the spirit of like the enemy and yourself and the, yeah it, it just it numbs you it cripples you yeah. sometimes because you're like what okay you know and the people are like yay chinese yay kendria come on and you're like um yeah so about that right you know so it's it's a lot that you that people don't realize that happens when you do struggle with mental health and when you struggle with depression and anxiety like it's times Mm -hmm. where um and i know when i'm getting ready to have like a moment of anxiety because my chest gets tight i get a headache all the things right now i recognize the signs Mm -hmm. and when we my husband and i were dating i would text him and i would just say like i'm about to like not like explode but i felt myself getting overwhelmed i felt myself getting frustrated and he would just be like breathe like it's gonna be all right breathe and yeah you can do the breathing exercises and calm and wusa but then there's another element of you that's just like okay so after i breathe then what some people can breathe and keep it Uh moving but for somebody like me i'm like no i need to breathe but then i need action steps yeah so like you said trainees like it's not for me it's so not for me it's so not for me Mm -hmm. however god takes this i'm like all right let's go ブレイクアウトブレイクアウトブレイクアウトブレイクアウトブレイクアウトブレイクアウトブレイクアウトブレイクアウトブレイクアウトブレイクアウトブレイクアウトブレイクアウトブレイクアウトブレイクアウトブ
feeling feeling asleep. And you know if you're trying to sleep too much or if you feel like you the tightness in your chest is a injury admission. If you have those right. signs, don't ignore the signs. Please don't. Please don't, don't ignore the signs. A lot Please of times don't. we we ignore the signs and, and then we put on a mask and act like everything's okay and then you know people you know we in church and people saying oh how are you i'm blessed and highly favored we have all these you know these wonderful things and right. we're really not okay and it's okay Woo! to be okay say it trainees it's okay, it's okay. not it's so to be okay, okay. And I, I'll, I'll say ahead. this yeah. go ahead go ahead so I'll say this. so this time last year I yeah. was in a place I was in a really strong place right. like I listened and it was hard and it was I you could see on my face that I was not happy it came mm -hmm. to a point where elders and ministers different people even my pastor was like what's going on yeah and I feel like and now and you know and for people who know our church and know our church culture on Wednesday nights it was Bible study mm -hmm. and so um I think I was I think you were still there at the time yeah and so um I went to an elder and I said, I need you to pray for me. So of course, and this is no, and I don't even remember who the elder was, but this is, this is something that you, that people need to realize and be sensitive to, especially in church right. and especially those, when somebody comes to you and says, I'm drowning, I need help. Yeah. Please don't belittle the fact that they're drowning and need help. Me going to someone saying I need prayer. Yeah. Me at that moment with all my Holy Ghost speaking in tongues, heightness, I'm drowning right. and I need you to pray for me. Don't get listen. And and I know we want to be helpful and we want to be do all the things, but sometimes we gotta learn just to be like, all right. And that's something I, I watch with Apostle with Prophetess Tracy and other leaders that I admire is that as busy as they are, as you know, as heavy as their plates are, and I know they need their balance. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not knocking it. I've seen them stop what they're doing and pray for people. Yeah. I've seen Apostle, after he's poured out in the spirit of Prophet Tracy and, and Bishop Walker and all these different people, pour out in the spirit and somebody will come up to them and, you know, for whatever the reason is, they'll stop what they're doing and pray for them. Yeah. And sometimes those prayers have helped me get through the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can pray for myself. Absolutely. Right. Of course I can lay hands on myself. Of course I can, you know, all the things. But there are times where when people are struggling and going through that you really have to do that. And I know people say it all the time. And it's not to be like a 25-minute prayer. Hey, can you pray for me? Lord God, touch my sister right now in the name of Jesus. Boom, bam. Right, okay? right. But at that moment, listen, I couldn't even mutter words. I couldn't even speak in tongues. Right. I needed help. Right. And so a lot of times we have to remember that when people are going through things that we got to be open mm -hmm. because it's not always going to be the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not always going to be the same thing. Um, so can you hear me? Yes. You're good. Okay. So yeah. Um, I'm getting feedback in my ear. Okay. Can you hear me? 
Yes, ma'am. Okay, cool. Thank you. I don't know what happened. I was talking and it's flowing. But yeah. So okay. so yeah, so when people are, are struggling, you gotta you gotta be and and I really hope that during this time that churches are more and I'm not putting it on the pastor. You hear I said that? Mm-hmm. The churches and ministries are more aware of the psyche and the mental health that happen with people. Right, right. From the leadership to the parishioners. Okay. Right. That's my hope. That's my, my desire. But anyway, I know you have more questions, so keep going. Yes. So for those that are just tuning in, this is again Kendria Fleming and I'm Trini Sharp. And I know some people that just tuned in we have been sharing Kendria's been sharing her story of how God has been using her in spite of her imperfections, how God has been um, using her to persevere and helping other people in the mental health realm and also being a teacher, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. but also, I want to point out again that if you have any questions, if you have any questions, if we have time, we definitely want to answer yeah, those questions absolutely. here. So please, please feel free to comment here. And if we don't have time to answer them online, we'll make sure we um, answer them offline and, you know, type it in the comment section. So awesome. make sure That's you nice. be interactive because this is about you. This is about you. So another question that I have you um, for you, Kendria, is that what advice can you give to those who want to do the will of God but may have been hindered by their past? So you want to know something about me? You want to know my story? Oh, my God. So you're looking... You're looking at, and and by no means is this, I love my parents. I am a child, and the trainees, you and I have similar childhood stories. I'm mm-hmm. a child of, of a father who was an alcoholic, right? Mm-hmm. And right. his father was an alcoholic, right? And right. then on my mom's side, her dad was an alcoholic, right? And mm-hmm. so it's in my family, right? So right. society and science says that children who are born to alcoholic substance abusers follow the same trait, right? Follow the same right. line, right? Okay, so you're looking at someone who's never been to AA, no shade to them. I should be an alcoholic. I should be Mm -hmm. codependent on alcohol. Now, yes, I have, yes, of course I have tasted alcohol. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But the same token, (laughs) I should be, I should be, I should be defined as one, right? Right. You're looking at someone who was raped when she was 12, right? At a summer camp, right? Okay. Yeah. You're looking at someone who struggled with their weight and who they are for years right even at 36 yeah. right you're looking yeah. at someone who was promiscuous right so mm-hmm. i said a lot right you're mm-hmm. looking at someone who lied cheated steal all the things right you're talking right. about someone you're talking you're talking to someone who had sex saturday night and got up sunday morning and went to church praise the lord as if nothing happened okay? i can keep going on and on and on Let's so see. we all have a past okay Ooh, yes. and i'm not saying that your past is better than mine or anything like that but baby right. i got a story and i'm not ashamed mm-hmm. to say that anymore i'm not ashamed yeah. to be like oh i know what that's like i understand i get it mm-hmm. but the fact that i learned it's still learning that God don't care about none of that. It's people in us that hold on to that stuff. And Uh and God said, like, you know, we talk about Paul all the time. You know, he wrote the New Testament and he killed Christians. You know, we talk about him, right? But we don't talk about how much we quote his word, right? We quote the scriptures and the chapters that he wrote, right? We talk about all these great people that we admonish and admire in black history, right? They have a past and have a history too. So I say all that to say, 
it doesn't matter. Do it anyway. If God is tapping you on your shoulder, do it anyway. Right, Especially right. for my men who feel like, and I know with, with all that's been happening with black men, like brothers, do it anyway. Like do Listen. it anyway. My sisters, yeah. do it anyway. And this right. is and this is not about, you know, family, marriage, and all the stuff like that. It's about doing what God tapped you on the shoulder to do. Because at the end mm -hmm. of the day, I want to hear well done, that good and faithful serving. We all want to hear that, right? But in understanding what that means, especially in bringing it back to education, is that you've yeah. done what you needed to do to pass the test, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yes, I'm married, but God is still going to look at me and say, Kendra, did you do what I asked you to do? And we struggle with that because we want to right. tell people what to do, but then we don't want to do what we're told, right? So <laughs> I, I keep... <laughs> I'm like, that's a struggle. That's hard. That's really hard because you still want to do the things that you want to do. Let me tell you something. Coming coming to a place, and like I said, I'm still growing and learning in this, is that like I had to learn, like, it's not about me. It really yeah. isn't. Like when people yeah. started, you know, and you know how it is, Trinity, people call you big sister, little sister, mentor, right, right. mentee. Like yeah. that comes with something. That comes with assignments. That comes with some, uh, yes. you know? Yes. You know, if you everybody's like, I want a mentor, I want a spiritual mom, I want a spiritual dad. Well, baby, um, let me tell you something. It's gonna be a little interesting, okay? So if you're if you're if you're hindered by your past, number one, God don't care about that. He doesn't. Mm -hmm. He he knows who you are. He created you, right? Um, number two, realize and recognize that you went through that. So all the things that I mentioned, I went through that. I went through mm -hmm. that. I went past that, right? Um right. I've gone through it. It sometimes creeps up in my life, I'm going to be honest with you, but I've gone mm -hmm. through that. So realize that, yeah. yes, your past is your past. So we're no longer, we, we, we're we not going to see May 2020 ever again. We're not going to see June 2020 ever again. Right, so it's right. behind us. And then number three, find out what that is. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's gift is not in a church. I realize yeah. being an educator that my gift is in the classroom. And not yeah. so much breaking it down, reading, writing, arithmetic, but it's kids who may not, who may go through something similar as me. It's kids who look over, who, who feel like they're overlooked and rejected. Things that I saw as a child, and I'm like, oh, that's it. Oh, I get it now. Okay. Yeah. So if you're hindered by your past today, please don't keep beating yourself up about it. Don't keep yes. feeling like this is me, this is me, this is me. No. Yeah. God sees it. He forgot about it. You got to right. move on. And, that's, and, and, right. and if the hard part is moving on, then maybe then seek therapy, right? Seek professional yeah. help, right? Have somebody that will guide you through it. And then be connected to people who won't remind you of that. Plain and simple. Uh, ha! Listen. I don't need some. No, you don't, you don't need that. You need somebody that's going to be like, all right, okay, let's keep mm -hmm. going. You know, so, and you know, I have a friend, and I know she's probably watching, like, we became friends. I mean, technically, she's my aunt, but we became friends, and <laughs> I never knew that she was going to be my friend, but yeah. the same token, like, we share stories with each other, and after we share our stories, it's like, all right, what's next? You know? Right. We, we're not going to allow each other to sit. Now, yeah, you can sit in that moment, have your moment, absolutely, but mm -hmm. the same token, all right, let's go! You know, yes. so we gotta, we ha you have exactly. to have somebody. Yeah, you gotta have somebody cheer you on and not yes. make you feel like, "Woe is me," because the enemy's gonna play on that. He's gonna play on your mind. Right. So just complete, just do it, y'all. You never know what may happen when you listen. 
my idea for researching mental health online came out and I wasn't thinking about this at all. I was not, I tell y'all I wasn't thinking about this at all. And I'm just like looking at what God has done has been like, wow, wow. See, see when you're obedient? Cause we think obedience is something. <laughs> Let me not get started on that. But you know, we, 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 we put this definition of obedience and God is like, just do the one thing. You know, and we listen to podcasts and conferences and every. Just do it, y'all. Just do it. I I feel like trainees. I feel mm-hmm. a whole lot better. I'm still working through my through my stuff, but like, yeah. okay, this is what obedience looks like. This is what yeah. hearing the voice of God really is, right? Ooh. Like, yeah. I'm really like, okay, in this thing, and like, and then, yeah. and then on top of that, I have my husband who's cheering me on, who's really like taking this thing as is, you know. And I'm like, thank you. You you got you gotta have a partnership. You gotta yeah. have, you have to have a partnership with somebody that's gonna be like, let's go. All right, what's next? You know, um, and just keep do, just do it, y'all. Just do it. Just do it. Your past is gonna be your past, but yeah. God is gonna use that. <laughs> use that for better. Yeah, we don't see it as better, but God is right. gonna use that for better. God is mm-hmm. gonna use your history for better. And just do it. Just do it. Just do it. That's all. And and I know I know it's easier said than done. I know it's easier said than done. But you gotta just step out there on faith. I mean, there may be someone who's like, I want to write a book and I want to do this and I want to do that. Just do it. Just do it. Listen, you you never know what may happen when you just do it. I have friends of mine who entre- I have friends of mine who are entrepreneurs. They work nine to fives. They do all the things and they're just mm-hmm. doing it. I'm like, yeah, wow, okay. Just do it. You just you never you never know what you may experience when you just go out there and do it. You know, like for example, and I'll talk about this a little bit later. But um, me on Sunday, I walked across the Ben Franklin Bridge with two of my friends, and people are like, "The bridge? Like, yeah. what's that?" First of all, you're walking over water, over water, and you're walking um, into another whole another state. But that's a whole another conversation. Yeah, another time. Yeah. But but yeah, just do it, y'all. Just 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 do it. Just just do it. Listen, you said that, <laughs> but what I just for one, just do it, <laughs> because like you said, it's easier said than done. But it's also about obedience, because if you are truly surrendered to God, that's a whole nother subject. Whole nother, whole nother thing. Being surrendered, yes. If you're truly surrendered to God, when God leads you to do something, do it. It's, it's no it doesn't it doesn't mean to hesitate it doesn't mean to question it it means to okay god you're leading me to do this how do you want it to be done and follow the instructions follow the instructions it's simple as that and a lot of times when god gives instructions we're like oh well how's that going to happen he said i'm giving you the instructions i'm giving i'm letting you know this going to take place because if it's god led God has already right. thought about the money. He already thought about the resources. He already thought about the people. Yes, he already yes. thought about all those things when he's leading you to do it. So he already knows that you might not have the credentials. You may not have the education. You might not look Woo! the part. You may not sound the part. He know about all that. He knew about the past. He knew about the generational right. person. He knew right. about all of that stuff, but he's not looking at that. He's looking for availability. And as you see right. through both me and Kendria, that we have been available in spite of what we had to go through, in spite of what, mm. you know, we had to um, instate, in spite of what we brought on ourselves. God still chose to use us for his glory. Why? Because we were available. 
we were available and once we surrender because there's a there's a difference and i feel the holy spirit leading me here is that there's a difference where you accept jesus christ as your lord and savior and in the moment where you actually surrender your life to christ there's a big difference a lot of us came and it's not it's not negating anyone who um accepts it because yes that is a major major step is believing that jesus put christ out on the cross for your sins and you actually accept them and actually follow christ but it's a difference when you surrender because when you surrender that means that you give god complete and utter control over your life and what that takes is that yes lord that one word yes Yes to your will. Ooh, yes, to Jesus. Your life. Well, you yes. have God, and it means that whatever you take me, I'll do. But it means that I have to quit my job to do this entrepreneurship journey. Yes, Lord, I'll do it. And even though I only have five dollars in my bank account, yes, Lord, I'll do it. Even though I don't know how this is going to affect other people, yes, Lord, I'll do it. Why? Because you're leading me to do it, and because I trust you with my life. Right. Because I trust exactly. you with my life, and that's the major thing. Is is that when we trust God with our lives, we will just do it. Yes, I see Bishop Steve. Hi, Bishop Steve. Hi, Uncle Steve. I love Uncle Steve. It's so important that that we do that because when we begin to question it, that's when we will find ourselves delaying being obedient to God. Yes. Oh, how is this? How is that? And miss it. No. Yes, and your husband said, listen, people don't understand how real that, listen, we don't understand how real that is because, right. and a lot of times it will also be where you might not even be able to share it with people at that moment. Right. You might not even be right. because, um, right. and what Kendria shared with her husband, rightfully so, that's her husband. But, you know, when God, you know, that for me to start in Perfectly Perfect, it was me in, in my prayer closet and then I made the announcement on Facebook Live. So wow. everybody else found out in that one point of what God was doing. And I had no idea. And I was nervous. I mean, the way I am now. And I looked at yeah. that video and I was like, who is that mm-hmm. girl? Like, right. two, who is that? Two different, two different people. You see rope. Wow. And same thing for Kadria. So it's that, you know, when you just take that leap of faith and just allow God to use you. Yes. And it doesn't matter because like Chandria also said that whatever you have to deal with, whatever your testimony is, God allows you to go through that for a reason. He allows yes. you because your testimony is going to be able to help other people. And now, you know, whatever it is, you're able to be relatable to those people. So say this, you struggle with alcohol and God frees you from alcoholism. Now you, he starts leading you to other people that also struggle with alcoholism and you're able to help them and show them how God helped you to get through it. So, yep. and, and that's yep. another thing. Don't be, don't be ashamed of your testimony. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't because be God's going to use that to help other people and bring glory, God, glory to his name. So I'm right there because it's about no, you, about her no, you're fine. <laughs> let let let. It is, it is. It is. Yeah. It's so it's so it's so true, and we have to be cautious. Like I said to you before, when I that night mm-hmm. I was at church and I said to someone to pray for me, you know, and 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 that's a part of it. Sometimes when people share, mm-hmm. they are going to give a little bit. People are not yeah. always going to open up. And that's the one thing about mental health. Mental health kind of, like, sucks you in, like, 
I, mm -hmm. I want to, I want to open up. But I don't know. Like, you know, yeah. I want to, yeah. I want to be free, but I don't know. Like you, you playing like Russian roulette, honestly, with yourself. It's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, you know? And so you, we mm -hmm. got to be gentle. And that's what I say at the end of my, of my segments every time is that we got to be gentle with ourselves and each other. Like you have to be gentle with people as right. they're going through their, their, their story. Everybody right. is not, listen, yeah, I grew up in church. And so I had to wear a slip under my dress when I was a kid. And uh. I had to, <laughs> All the things, right? So, but there was a time, it was a period in my life where I wasn't wearing a slip under my dress and I wasn't wearing the appropriate undergarments and all things like that. Everybody, I realized everybody's not like that. Everybody doesn't mm -hmm. have a suit and dresses and all that. And everybody isn't right. articulate in all the things. And everybody doesn't know Greek and Hebrew and he coming mm -hmm. in a hundred and all that. So we had to learn how to be gentle mm -hmm. with people. Yeah. And even be, and even honest, and, and I know some leaders may be watching, even be gentle with our leaders. Right. You know, we don't know what it's like to be a leader of, of, hundreds of people we don't know what it's like to even be the president of the united states barack obama forever but yeah like, <laughs> but we don't know what that's like so even with our leaders you know and mm -hmm. one thing i appreciated like i said about you know those that i admonish and i admire that they will be very honest about their own personal struggles right. you know because right. we don't know what it's like with the things the calls they have to get so we have to learn how to be gentle with them as well right Listen, yes. that is that is definitely key. Being gentle with leaders because it's not it's not easy being a leader. No, it's not, not easy at all. being a leader. Not at all. Not at all. And and that leads to the next question is that mm -hmm. because Kendria is also a teacher and she's teaching for how many years have you been teaching? Oh my gosh, it's been over five years. Over five years, six years. It's been a long time. It's going going on ten years. Yes. It's going on ten years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so as a and what the question I want to ask is that as a teacher, what are some challenges that you have faced during this pandemic? I miss my kids. I, I feel mm -hmm. like children need connection. Adults need mm -hmm. connection. And yeah. so the fact that I haven't been able to connect with my babies, and yes, they're middle school students, but they're still my babies. I, I feel that missing element and connect with my coworkers. Just like, you know, when we go yeah. to church or we go somewhere like, hey girl, hey, you know, we, we get that connection, right? We get that human element. And so that's yeah. been hard for me because, you know, I'm at school, I'm like some of you say I'm like one of the first teachers in the building and um, I miss my kids. I miss them bugging mm -hmm. me about eating lunch with me and miss women. Like, you know, I miss yeah. the, I, it's crazy. I yeah. miss all that and seeing them grow and develop and, you know, Miss Femi, guess what? Da, 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 da. You know, being invited to birthday parties and family celebrations. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am that teacher. I go to birthday parties and celebrations. Yeah. Um, but I, I miss those things about being with my kids. Like, right. yes, Zoom and FaceTime and all that. But I really miss, like, actually, like, messing with them, giving them a hug. Right, kids, right. At the, at the certain age, don't hug me, don't touch me. But, like, no, give me a hug, you know? <laughs> um, so I miss, I miss being connected with my kids. I miss right my co-workers and we would eat lunch together let's order out da, da, da. and you know we would go in each other's classroom and vent and yell scream and all, you know i miss that part about um and seeing them grow like middle school is a very hard transitional year not only academically but socially so you know yeah. that social element of them growing from out of elementary school in the middle school um, i miss all those things i miss yeah. you know you know even though they dragging their feet in the morning when it's time to come to school they dragging their feet when they want to go home like go home so all those things i miss about um physically being in the school building 
yeah. I'm not rushing to go back because I realize the state that we're in, and you know, a lot of kids are dealing with a lot. Um, it's more mm -hmm. than just putting them back in the classroom. You really got to deal with from March 13th on. Like a lot happened. So I miss well, my babies so so much. I miss all my yeah. kids. Okay, church yeah. kids, school kids. I just miss children. You know, and yeah. I'm grateful that you know I am still connected to some, and you know, but it's mm -hmm. it's not the same. Zoom and and face yeah. calls are not are not the same at all. Not yeah. At all. Not the same. Listen, I I can definitely you know can understand that you know that you know you don't realize you know how some how important something is until that's taken away from you. Yes. And yes. and just having to adjust to it. So, you know the fact that you have strived and you are and I thank you and other educators that you know have pushed through because you guys are the ones that literally are training the future leaders of this world so that yes. is big up to you guys because i Thank know you. you know i'm not a teacher but well i guess i am i teach the word of god <laughs> but um yes you are <laughs> yeah yes. um you know i know it's not easy to you know teach um leaders and it's a very selfless thing for um you guys to you know get out of yourselves and, and care for them so much and you know to actually love them the way you do um, it's, it's, I definitely want to give honor to you and the, the fellow educators that are watching. You know, your husband Lance is the educator. So, big yeah. ups to um, you guys and everything that y'all had to endure um, during this pandemic and all the Zoom calls. So, um, I do want to address that uh, your aunt slash friend has a question here. Oh, she has and a question. Able. <laughs> uh, her question uh, says, What tools? do you use not to take things personal repeat that question again it says what tools do you use not to take things personal <laughs> Ooh, hold on hold on technology but the blood of jesus we are going to get these questions out here glory be to god we are connecting with kundria Andreas, uh, it says it's trying to connect with you. Just one moment, guys. I want to try it again.
Are we back? What is going on today? I don't like this. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> okay, it's okay. It's all right. It's all. It's all good. It's all good. So, so before the disconnection, tools to not think take things so personally. Yes. I think that's. I think that's something that. Um, Hmm. I'm still working through, and and when I say that, and I'm, and I'm not saying it because a lot of times people, when they give answers, it's the assumption that you've arrived or you've right. achieved this thing, and that's not always the case, um, especially learning that being an educator. But to the question, um, have a conversation, and talk out the things that you feel. I'm learning, that especially in marriage, is that you have to talk out the things that you feel, mm -hmm. even if it may be misunderstood. Yeah. So sometimes talking out those things help. Um, if talking out those things don't help, then maybe writing a letter mm -hmm. to the person. Because um, sometimes what, what, how you see something and how the other person sees something can be completely right. different. Um, so that is some things that I would use. Or if the person just doesn't want to acknowledge or have the moment to speak mm -hmm. with you, then it's something you really got to pray about and consider what to do next. But write a letter. Um, have a face-to-face -face conversation. Go somewhere with with the person where there's no distractions yeah. or no, um, you know, anything, yeah. a drive or walk or something. Um, and the other tools would be, you know, I fight people. So let me know. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. Sorry. It's a Christian podcast. Sorry. Um, no. <laughs> But those, we, but those, we are, all, we all have a past. People can try it, so we, we can't act like we don't have. Try it if you want. We don't have those feelings no. now. We're not encouraging you to fight, so we're not encouraging you to fight. But, but we have no, but yeah, it. but that, but we those, have those feelings, so um, right, we got to right. those feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so we basically saying. Are there any more um, questions? Is to um, you said to. Uh, have a conversation with them away from everything and then if they don't want to talk then write a letter and if you know if they if the letter doesn't work and they don't want to know form of communication then that's where you truly just have to pray to God and just you know uh, ask God to help you because there there are times where um, this is just meant for you to just to move on and you might not be able to ever have a conversation with that person and even you know apologize or them even apologizing to you. But you have to allow God to touch you and allow God to um, to help you to be able to move forward because life doesn't stop because they decided to walk away or because, you know, the friendship ended or, or whatever the relationship ended or whatever it was. Like, life has to keep, you have to keep pushing. And, you know, if, if it's meant for that, then you just have to ask God and talk about it. You know, if, if you can't talk to that person, you know, your your fellow peers or the ones that's in your circle, your village, talk to them about it. Say, listen, like, I've, I've tried all these things. And then, you know, that's where accountability partners, whether you're married, whether you're single, and you have, you know, uh, people in your right. life that can hold you accountable and help you to push. Because, listen, there's still work that right. needs to be done. It's still working needs to be done. So you can't just stop and just stand still because, you know, uh, it didn't work out in their relationship and it didn't work out with their friendship. You have to keep pushing. You have to keep pushing. Um, right. Thank you for that question. And then, too, and then, yeah. And then sometimes, too, I'm learning is that sometimes we, we say, we, 
put stuff in our heads that's not really there. Mm-hmm. So sometimes think, taking things personally is a real thing. I'm not yeah. taking away from yeah. that. But then sometimes people, once you really talk about it and get through it, if the person's willing to talk, can be like, oh, that's not what really happened. Yeah. Da, 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 da. But the two people have to be mature enough to come to yeah. that yeah. Um, understanding and that agreement right. to want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, it just, it just depends on what it is. Though. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, there's times where things have happened, um, and I didn't know that a person took it personally or they were offended. Yeah. And it wasn't until the person came to me and said something that I knew what was going on and vice versa. Yeah. So sometimes we got to, you know, do that. And then some people do stuff intentionally. Yeah. So you got to sometimes discern that, too. Mm-hmm. So I hope they answered the question. Yes. And... um I have uh, just two more questions. I want to take up too much sure, more of your sure. time. But um, uh, next question I have is that if you could have a conversation with your younger self, what advice would you give her? Wow. The younger me. Mm-hmm. Um, be yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I know that sounds cliche, but we tell our kids yeah. that. We tell adults that. But Kendria, just be yourself. Yeah. Like, and that's something in my 30s that I'm still, still like, you going to take it or leave it. Right. You know, Mary J says it best. Take me as I am. Like, you know, but I really would say that to myself. Be yourself. Right. Like, you know, of course we try to fit in the peer pressure or that. But just be you. Yeah. People gonna take you or leave you, love you or not, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I will also tell myself, like, just understand that you know you are not by yourself, mm-hmm. and you're a really good person. You know, um, all the things that I say to myself now, I would say to myself as a young yeah. person. Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna really say that, yeah. and just and you know, um, I know we, I know in the society, especially in Black culture, love is always. A relationship thing, mm-hmm. um, marriage and a boyfriend yeah. and a boo and all that. But sometimes love isn't always that. Right. Not to take away from people who are in relationships or who are yeah. married, but realizing that love, you you have to experience love before you even get to that. Yeah. That's just a chapter of love. That's just an experience yeah. of love, relationships mm-hmm. and marriage. But you got to go into the, the foundation of it. Right. Um, is something that I would say. And yeah. And honestly, the other thing I would tell myself, that sex ain't always it. <laughs> sex ain't always it. It's not. Yeah. It's it's not. It's 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 not. Like I realized that I've had these moments where I'm like, mm, yeah, I could have had a burger or something. Like, and not it just yeah. you know, <laughs> it's just you know you you we put ourselves out there because we feel that right way. right. Um, but. I would, I would say that to myself. Listen. I would say that to myself. Yeah, so be yourself. Love yourself. Mm-hmm. And then remember that love everything me. is not always it's cracked up to be, and especially sex. Sex can be a beautiful it's thing right. when you are in the covenant of marriage. Covenant of marriage. <laughs> yes. Covenant. Thank the Lord. Okay, covenant. Amen. But yeah. So, um, yes, yeah, definitely good advice on that. Um, the last question I have for you is, what scripture do you believe has helped you in this season that you're in now? Mm. Mm. 
Thank you, Jesus. Romans 8, 28. Oh, my gosh. Romans 8. Listen, I'm about to treat myself happy. <laughs> Romans 8, 28 is my life scripture. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That, listen, I, I get I get the motivational quotes. I get all that. Right. Nike, just do it. All that. Mahatma God. But Romans 8, 28. All things work together yeah. for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to their purpose. All things. Like, that, Romans 8, Romans 8, 28. Yeah. That's it, Trini. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Romans 8, 28 has, has definitely been, I write that on everything. Yeah. I, that, that is, I take that with me. Yeah. That all things are working together. All things are working together. All things are working together. Not some, not a little bit. Oh. All things. Oh. So all things concerning my mental health, all things concerning my yeah. marriage, my family, my well-being, right. all my like, all things are working together. I have, I take that, and I stamp it on my yeah. heart and my mind, because yeah. that's the reality. That's 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 me, and, I, and other people have theirs yeah. too. Yes, but Romans eight twenty eight, that's the one. That is, that is the one for me, and it's other it's yeah. other ones too. Um, like um, he that began to good work in mm-hmm. you, perform to you. Like, oh, there's some others that really right. stand out for right. me, but but that's the one. Romans eight twenty. Yeah, that's the one. All things are working together. I have I have to remind myself of that, and I've had to remind myself a lot of that yeah. even this year. Um, all things are working. Together. All things are working together. Lance Lance said yeah, Romans eight twenty eight. She said she writes it everywhere all the time. <laughs> And then Sherry said, stop All it. the time. She said, stop it. That scripture was in my spirit all day. Listening. That that scripture is Wow, Sherry. Sherry, I love yes. you. Sherry. Yes. We, we served yes. on we, all three of us served on ministry together at one point in time. We yes. did. Yes. We did. Sherry, I miss you. Wow. Today, that's so awesome. Um, so yes, that is oh my gosh. This was so powerful. Um, you know, that was all the questions Thank I had for tonight. But I do want to give you the opportunity to share with people your uh social media handles if you have any events or anything happening that's coming up please share with them um all of that sure okay so thank you again Mm -hmm. trainees for this awesome opportunity i so appreciate you so much um so reset your mental health online is on facebook youtube and instagram you can follow all on there um, subscribe, like, share, follow all yeah. the things, right? The website is coming. Um, there are other things that are forthcoming too. God is opening doors and I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Um, so you'll hear about that more towards the fall season. Yeah. Also, the National Alliance of Mental Illness, um, the Philadelphia chapter is having a mental health oh, walk. Nice. That'll be September 12th uh-huh. here in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, I am participating. Um, so if you would like to donate, if you would like to walk as well, if you want to be a part of the reset yeah. team, you can join me. Um, the link will be in the comments as well. Also, too, um, I am doing a get up and move. Yeah. This is just a fun way for people just to get together. Um, we're going back across the yeah. Franklin Bridge. So it starts the fifth and race in Philadelphia, ends at the Rutgers campus um, in Camden. Yeah. Um, it's three miles all together. So if you want to just come and just get up and move, you're more than welcome to do so. Um, there are other things that are coming. Um, as well, and I'm just excited. 
um, that you all participate. This week on Research and Mental Health Online, yesterday we did a licensed mental health, I mean, licensed marriage and family therapist, yeah. um, but this Thursday we're going to be doing a child therapist, because mm -hmm. uh, we know our children deal with mental health in a very different way, so we want to make sure that they get the supports that they need, and also have some other awesome people coming up as well. Those are Mondays and Thursdays at 9 o'clock right here on Facebook Live, so you can definitely tune in and support. I think that was everything. Listen. That's that's wonderful. So yeah, so so join yeah. join join us yeah. any way you can. Um and as I always mm -hmm. say it at, at the end of every podcast is be gentle with yourself and others. Never stop believing and be the difference. So that's what reset is. Um that's how you know this train is moving. And so I really pray that, you know, you will continue to reset your mental health by any means necessary oh also too people who are like okay well how do i start this therapy thing so on research your mental health especially on my instagram page um i share those resources right. so there is therapy for black girls it's a it's a directory um where you can um look up therapists in your area there's therapy for black black men it's black uh boys it's black men sorry as well there's black men yeah. heal which is a philadelphia organization also, there's Open Path um, Collective, which is low-cost therapy for people of color. Yeah. Um, there's okay. a lot. There's a lot out yeah. there if you need help. There's also Christian-based um, counseling as well. Um, there's Talk Space. There's so many. Psychology Today is another good um, one um, where you can log on by your and research by your address. Right. It's so many. Um, so many options and choices that you can to find therapy that you need. So don't be afraid go in there and find what you need. Awesome. So please, please stay tuned. And I believe her husband has been typing in some uh, information, the links and all of the, the social media handles. So please follow uh, Mental um, Reset Your Mental Health Online on Instagram, Facebook, and, um, and YouTube as well. Please follow that. YouTube, and yeah. that walk, I've definitely seen it. And I'm definitely joining because, listen, Yay! let's get it together. So that's yeah, it is. It's so. It's definitely an experience. So, thank you. So, so um, Black Girls Run is a national organization, but they have different chapters. So they have a Philadelphia chapter, mm -hmm. right? So about four years ago, um, on July fourth, mm -hmm. actually, they do the bridge run, yeah. right? So this year they didn't do it, obviously, because of social distancing right. and COVID. Um, but they were like, you can do it up until July fifth. So I went on like the second, I believe. Yeah. And I went by myself, and it was cool. It was awesome. People yeah. out there bicycling, walking, whatever yeah. the case may be. And it is a thrilling experience. Yeah. Um, and every time I've gone, the sun has been out. The sun has been shining. It's been beautiful. Yeah. So it's just a fun experience. People are cheering you on. It's exciting. And when you get to the Jersey side, you're like, oh, my gosh, I did this. Wow. And then, you know, you walk on back. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to people coming out. Like I said, it's not a fundraiser. It's not a race. It's just I'm just... You know, encouraging people to do something they've never done before. Yeah. Walk across the bridge. Yes. Let's do it. Let's get it together. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's awesome. Do it. Awesome. Kendria, yeah. I'm so grateful that you agreed to come on here and share your story. Yes. I'm, I'm so wonderful. It was so wonderful to have you on here. I pray that people were blessed by her um, this interview. And I do, and I also yes. want to make sure that before I end any podcast, that I do offer the call of salvation for anybody, for anybody who yes. doesn't know Christ. Yes. And at, you know, at one yes. point in time, and even those that want to rededicate their lives to Christ, this is your opportunity. Yes. You've um, seen and you heard Kendria's story, 
and also, you know, just hearing different points and just how that God loves you in spite of your imperfections. So if you don't yes, know Christ, Lord. and if you want to receive him as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, this is your moment in time. And I encourage you to say this prayer with me. Say, Lord God, I realize that I am a sinner. I realize, Jesus, that yes. I need you in my life. I ask you, Jesus, that you will come into my life. Wash me. Make me whole. Renew my mind. Cleanse me. Thank you, yes, Jesus, Lord. for saving me. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins, who was buried and rose on the third yes, day Lord. so that I can have life and have it eternally. Thank you, Jesus. I surrender my life and I will serve you for the rest of my days. In Jesus' name, I pray. Yes, amen. Lord. And also to the ones that amen. may have strayed away from Christ. And as you know yes, that many of yes. us, you know, we, we me and Kendria, we both grew up in church, but at one point in time, we strayed away from the things of God. But yes, we did ourselves yes, yes, yes. back into the great, the graces of the Lord. And God gave us another chance to get it right. So it's, it's not yes. too late. It's not too late. So this is your moment. If you are ready to come back to Christ and ready to surrender yes. for real this time, Yes. This is your time yes, to yes, rededicate yes. your life back to him. And you can repeat this prayer with me. Yes. Say, Lord Jesus, yes. I, I, I'm sorry and I apologize, Father God, for turning my back on you. God, I ask that you forgive yes, me that you come back into my life and be Lord and Savior in my life, Jesus. Thank you for giving yes, me another Lord. chance. Watch me, renew me, God. Yes, Thank you, Lord. I surrender my life and I will continue, God, to follow you. I will continue, God, to be used for your glory. I thank you, Lord, and I will serve you all the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, I pray. Yes, if you pray yes, either Lord. one of those prayers, welcome back into the body of Christ and welcome to the yes. body of Christ. It is the best decision, yes. best decision you will best ever make. Decision. And me and Kadri are both testaments yes. that God is wonderful and Jesus is the best, the best thing that can ever have happened to us. So yeah, I love you guys. I love you, Kendria. I thank love you for giving you too, for um, tuning in and, and being a part of this. And I will make sure that I can see you support your mission and be a part of your yeah, sure And so you guys until next time on a perfectly perfect live. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, Bye. Thank you. Good night. Bye. See you later. All right.